My name is Valerie, and I'm a 22-year-old living in New York City right now. I've always been a really big fan of podcasts since I was in middle school and high school. Um, I was listening to podcasts like This American Life and Stuff You Should Know um, on my iPhone 4. And it was very much of a, let's see how I can keep myself entertained while I do my homework and not feel too bad about it moment. But my point is, I've always really looked up to these podcast creators. I think it takes a lot to just put yourself out there like that. And I've always wanted to make one. But the logistics have always really scared me. And so I don't know what came over me today. Um, but this is really me just putting myself out there and giving it my best shot. So I hope you'll stick around and listen. The name of this podcast is going to be One Day at a Time. And I was really inspired by this little saying that my dad used to remind me whenever I was feeling stressed. From when I was really little up until like calling him about exams at uni. And he would always say, slow down, take it one day at a time. When we get so wrapped up in the what will my future look like, the what ifs, where will I be, etc., of growing up, I think that we lose sight of the more incremental moments of our life. And even the darkest days, like, they will pass. And so this saying really resonates with me because it's like, well, I take it one day at a time. If I can conquer today, then I'll make it to tomorrow. And tomorrow is just one day closer to where I want to be. And every day I'm just trying to be a better version of myself. So I hope that by listening to this and sharing some time with me on my podcast, that I can help you get by one day at a time with, you know, whatever might be troubling you or celebrating your successes and growing up with you and being there like a best friend. So around this time last year, I graduated from an undergraduate program out in Chicago. I was studying and getting my bachelor's of science. And that one year mark since my graduation has just come around. And so it has me a bit reminiscent of how different life looks like for myself and for my friends right now versus last year around this time and how different my environment has been. So right now I'm living at home and I'm working a hybrid format. My office is an hour commute and so are most of my friends' apartments. Adjusting to this new commuter lifestyle and to this environment has definitely been interesting. In many ways, I almost feel like I'm going backwards to my high school self. And this like degree of separation has gotten me thinking a lot about something I don't think we talk enough about, which is that sense of loneliness or 
loss of community that recent graduates often experience after graduation. So for today's first episode, I wanted to ramble a little bit about those different phases of that post-grad experience with a focus on how and when that feeling of loneliness manifests or shows up. And different ways we might put a positive spin on it or alleviate that feeling, even if it's just a little bit. (laughs) I wanted to start off by talking a bit about that loss of community or when that sense of loneliness little by little starts bubbling up. Once you leave college, you do all of the graduation formalities. It's really fun and fresh at first, but little by little, as the months pass, you start realizing the little things that you took for granted. And for me, that was very much the proximity of my friends For many college students, not all of them, because I hear you commuter students, but you're living in dorms or off-campus housing that's really close to dorms. And so you could really easily do things like show up to your friend's place at 1 a.m. to order pizza or watch movies together or even plan like last-minute hangouts or coffee dates. But once you graduate and you start working, you might start realizing that you don't really have the luxury of seeing your friends multiple times a day, every day anymore. You can't just like bump into them like you did in the dining halls, classes, or the dorms. And you have to be super intentional about making plans with people. And you also start realizing you might not have plans every weekend, or you kind of have trouble like catching up with people over text because like other parts of your life are busy. And work itself might also be contributing to this loneliness. Weekends and evenings that used to be filled with socializing might look really different now because you might have been working overtime or working a lot more hours than you're used to studying. And so you're so tired from work that you don't really want to go hang out with people or your social battery is dead. And so It almost takes like that extra effort to go make plans or to coordinate with people's different schedules. And you might be feeling lonely at your job. I was having like lunch with one of my really good friends from high school this past weekend. And she was sharing how right now she's the youngest person at her company. um, And she just really wishes she had more of a cohort or more people her age joining the company with her. The youngest person, she's 24, by the way, you guys, but the youngest person at her company is like 35. And even that is like a little bit of a gap because, you know, older colleagues have families. They're they're living definitely very different lives than us. But yeah, like your job might be contributing to that. Just wanted to acknowledge that. That said, I thought we could jump into some ways that we could proactively combat that loneliness or even alleviate it just a little bit. First up, I will say that living in a big city like New York City or Chicago that is like really good with public transportation might 
make the experience a little bit better. And hear me out. I say this, one, because I am a diehard, born and raised New Yorker, but also because I think like these big cities are the closest that you'll get to like a college campus that isn't one. So you will need to own a car or to have to drive to get around. And you're usually just like a subway ride away from your friends or your partners, which definitely, take it from me, definitely isn't the equivalent of just like walking five minutes across campus to go see them. But it definitely is the closest thing that you'll get in the real world. Living in a city like New York, Chicago, with really good public transportation will usually make things a bit more convenient. And there's also just tons of things to do. There's always art galleries open, coffee shops waiting to be explored, fun things on holidays. So it definitely duplicates that college experience in the real world. But I know that coordinating plans with friends in general can be really tough once you start working and especially if you live in a city like Los Angeles where people might be a longer drive away and you have to be super intentional about making plans with them and commuting. But I I really do think there's so much value to making that effort and to maintaining those relationships and also using those relationships to facilitate new ones. I can confidently say that I've never had an experience where I didn't immediately feel better after spending some time with friends. Um, the caveat here is also that I'm a I'm an extrovert, so I definitely feed off of other people's energy, but it definitely recharges you and helps to alleviate that loneliness if you haven't had that sense of community in a while. But my point is, yes, after graduation, spending time with friends becomes more of like an effortful activity and it becomes more intentional. But I I also like to think there's something so reassuring about that. Like, think about it. Someone wants to take a few hours out of their day or maybe even their entire day to go hang out with you. Doesn't that make you feel awesome? Like, someone is like prioritizing you and your time in their own busy schedules and again like meeting new people through those friends is also one of the best ways to just like grow your circle and make new friends so think of spending time with friends is not only a way of improving your own relationship with them but also a way of developing yourself you're recharging your social battery, listening to their experience living in a city from a completely different perspective and probably a different set of values and background. And also just learning how to become a better friend and listener. And I think that if a friendship is really healthy, making time for others is like making time for yourself. And if you're not spending time with people, this is for you introverts, you should spend time on things that bring you joy or uplift you in another way, whether that be intellectually or physically. 
try out new hobbies or spend more time on the ones that you didn't have time to spend time on in college. For me, that was very much spending more time in the gym and also exploring more local businesses and cafes. Cafe hopping is definitely like my little weak spot. I have a ranked list of the (laughs) best coffee shops in Williamsburg. Let me know if you want me to share that in a future podcast episode, but yes. (laughs) But silly little things like that, that I didn't get to, to spend as much time on during college, they they make me so happy, and I really have had the opportunity to do more of that now that I've graduated. And uh, in the future, something I really want to learn or find more time for is learning how to golf and also just starting this podcast. <laughs> Shameless self-plug. Thanks for listening. But different ways that my friends have practiced this doing things that bring them joy or challenge them intellectually or physically, has been taking pottery classes, joining a volleyball league or a run club, or going to more concerts. I also think it's fun to invite people along for these like mundane self-care activities. If you want to see people more, you know, there's just like so much community within those interests and hobbies themselves that I think it's a great way to make friends or to bond with existing friends. I know personally I've made a lot of friends at the gym I go to and also just the workout classes I enjoy attending. For those runners out there, run clubs are a great way of meeting people and motivating each other. And um For those of you who love music, like there are so many communities who enjoy going to concerts together or playing in a band, etc. And I think like finding communities through these hobbies or activities is especially helpful for those of us who don't necessarily gravitate towards making friends at work, whether that be because you like to separate your work life Or because, like my friend who I met at brunch, you just don't have access to people your age at work. But yeah, before I keep rambling on and on about these random hobbies (laughs) and talking about my friends, I wanted to close this conversation with an acknowledgement that post-grad loneliness is such a common experience. And, you know, if you're feeling lonely, I really encourage you guys to reach out to your friends or families for support if you're feeling it. If you don't want to, that's also okay because everyone deals with loneliness in their own way. I am by no means (laughs) giving professional advice here. Really, I'm just sharing my experience with my own post-grad loneliness and hoping it resonates with some of you out there. And finally, I think it's impossible to replicate the intimacy and sense of community that you get at a college. But I also think it's completely possible to embrace this new chapter of our lives and unique post-grad situations, whatever, wherever, and with whoever that might be, and give yourself that gentle little push to try new things that you didn't expect yourself to try or didn't have time to try and really put yourself out there. 
recording this podcast is honestly my way of doing that. So I hope listening to this little audio gives you the confidence to maybe do that too. (laughs) And in regards to more of a social loneliness, remember to be open-minded about everything and hopeful as you slowly discover new ways of making friends or energizing yourself in your new city, your new job, or your new hobby. But I think that's it for me tonight. Hopefully I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Valerie. I'm really excited about this. And yeah, lots of love.